0: It's Wednesday, and we're halfway through the second full week of Lent. My name is Gina, and today I'm meeting with you again for our daily scripture reading, reflection, and prayer time. Today's scripture reading is from Psalm 31, verses 9-16. through Be merciful to me, Lord, for I am in distress. My eyes grow weak with sorrow my soul and body with grief. My life is consumed by anguish and my years by groaning. My strength fails because of my affliction and my bones grow weak. Because of all my enemies, I am the utter contempt of my neighbors and an object of dread to my closest friends. Those who see me on the street flee from me. I am forgotten as though I were dead. I have become like broken pottery. For I hear many whispering, terror on every side. They conspire against me and plot to take my life. But I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies, from those who pursue me. Let your face shine on your servant, save me, in your unfailing love. Negative emotions take a toll on us over time. Every person at some time experiences this. We find ourselves in the seemingly never-ending grip of grief and loss, of depression and anxiety, of terror or fear, of desperation to escape a situation of suffering that no matter what we do, we cannot find escape. As Maria, a Nazarene church leader in Hungary, has said, suffering begets even more suffering. We suffer first because of difficulties in our lives, and then we begin to suffer because we are suffering, wondering why. These emotions take a toll on our bodies, as indicated when the writer of Psalms says, my eye is wasted from grief, my soul and my body also. We become plagued with stomach problems, headaches, sleep loss, and other kinds of physical pain or biological malfunction. Worse, the psalmist describes the isolation many of us feel when these negative emotions continue on for long periods of time. If people around us don't understand how we feel or why, or if they're burdened by our pain, some may even start to avoid us or spend less time with us. We may isolate ourselves because we don't want to burden others with our grief, fear, or pain, or because we don't know how to talk about it. Sometimes we may feel blamed or responsible for whatever is happening that's making us feel bad. We bend under the additional weight of guilt or shame that is heaped onto our already impossible mountain of distress. What I like about this psalm, first, is that we learn none of us is the first or only person to ever feel alone in our pain. If those around us don't understand or don't sit with us patiently in our pain, we can find companionship in the Bible, where many of God's people give us their uncensored stories of despair and isolation. We also quickly recognize that God does not leave us alone in our times of sadness, fear, or pain. We can turn to Him for companionship, for comfort, and to help carry some of the weight of our feelings. When others close to us might wish we would hurry up and get over it, God, who is outside of all time, has infinite patience. His perfect wisdom knows how long we need to move through our sorrow, and He gives us that time. When others don't know how to help us or try to help us in ways that don't help, God knows just what we need. And best of all, he will never leave our side, not for a second. There are times we may not sense his presence, but it doesn't mean he isn't with us. He will grieve with us when something or someone has died. He will hold us tightly when we're afraid. He will sit beside us when we have anxiety attacks or bouts of depression. He will understand the physical pain for which we can find no cure or relief. He will hurt as we hurt. Sometimes, God chooses to be near us through other people. But if there's no one available, he will never leave us alone. He himself is always with us. Thanks be to our suffering God for suffering with us when we suffer and never leaving us alone. Here's some questions to reflect on what we've just heard. Have you ever experienced pain that made you feel isolated and alone? Was it because others didn't understand, weren't helpful, or because you withdrew from people to suffer alone? What difference does it make to know that God is always with us and understands our suffering? Have you ever struggled to understand or know how to respond effectively to someone else's pain? In the future, how could you bring your patient and comforting presence to someone who just needs to not be alone in their pain? How can you turn to God for comfort and presence in the midst of your suffering? Let's pray. Our Father, thank you for drawing close to us in our suffering, even when we may not sense you and wonder where you are. We trust your promise that you don't ever leave us alone, ever. We trust your promise that you don't leave us alone ever and especially not when we're in pain. Thank you that you even use times of struggle to help us grow as we experience low times and sad times, develop in us compassion and empathy for others' pain and help us to learn how to most effectively walk with them patiently and gently in their times of suffering too. We trust you and praise you no matter what is happening to us, even if we don't feel like it. We pray this in the powerful name of Jesus, amen. The additional scripture readings for today are from the Old Testament book of Jeremiah, chapter 18, verses 1 through 11, and verses 18 through 20, and from the New Testament book of Matthew, chapter 20, verses 17 through 28. You can find the link to a sermon and testimony of Maria Augustin about suffering in today's transcript on our website at www. And also, you can find a link to read a story about a woman in Nepal who felt alone in her suffering but discovered she was not truly alone. Let's meet here again tomorrow to pray and study God's Word again. The Lent Journey podcast and website are a production of the Eurasia Region Church of the Nazarene.